Good morning. Today is Monday, September 27th, 2021. There is a mitzvah of Simchas Yom Tov, to rejoice on Yom Tov, to rejoice on the festivals, to be happy, and of course, not to be sad or frustrated or upset. It's an important mitzvah. It's a mitzvah in the Torah. So let me ask you a question. Why in the world do we say Yizkar on Yom Tov? Tomorrow, Shmini Hoatzeres, we say Yizkar in Shul. Why in the world would we do something that makes people not happy, that brings sad memories? Saying Yizkar seems to be the biggest contradiction to the mitzvah of Simchas Yom Tov, of enjoying and rejoicing on Yom Tov. By the way, that Jewish practice recognizes that contradiction by the fact that some people do not say Yizkar the first year after their loved one passed away. What's the reason for that? There's no exemption of the first year. The idea is simply that it could be that in the first year, it is so overwhelming, a person may just completely break down in sadness and grief. They're still, for God forbid, for a parent in the year of mourning. So it may just be too much for a person. But if it's too much for a person in the first year, what about the second year? Isn't it also a little bit too much? Or the 20th year? Why would we do something on Yom Tov when we're supposed to be happy that makes us sad. In addition to that, many places have the practice that when Yizkar is said in shul, all those who are not saying Yizkar are asked to please leave the sanctuary. Why are people asked to leave the sanctuary? There's nothing mysterious going on. There's no secret initiation happening that people are missing out on. It's because people during Yizkar often express their emotions. And there's this sensitivity that maybe people that have not experienced that kind of a loss, it might impede or um, inhibit uh, the expression of emotion. So people who are not in that category leave the sanctuary. But again, it just begs the question, if it's so difficult and it's so painful, which it often is, why do it on Yom Tov? Rabbi Herschel Schachter, a great, great scholar, offers the following answer. He says that this is actually to fulfill the mitzvah of Simchas Yom Tov, of rejoicing on Yom Tov, to enhance it to its ideal level, because our sages teach us, the Rambam in particular, teaches us what is the greatest joy. The greatest joy is not when I eat and drink and I have presents and I have lots of nice things and I have fun. That's not the greatest joy. That's good. That's nice. The greatest joy is when I help somebody else. The greatest joy is why when I enable someone else to be able to celebrate. Yizkar is about donating funds to tzedakah. That's what the Yizkar prayer says. It says, in memory of the person that passed away, I am donating funds to tzedakah to charity. First of all, 
let this be a reminder that when we say Yizkar, we do actually have to donate those funds that we promised. It's, again, it is correct. Rav Roshakta is correct. It's about donating funds to tzedakah, so we do have to remember to do that. But I understand that reason, and I understand that that's the highest level of simcha of joy. I understand that. But why connect it to those who have passed away, which encourages sadness on Yom Tov? Can't we come up with some other idea for people to pledge money to tzedakah on Yom Tov in order to have this highest level of joy? Why does it have to be connected to something that could be sad? So let's look for a moment at the origin of Yizkar to be able to understand its meaning and to arrive at a deeper understanding of it to try to answer this question. The earliest source for the practice of saying Yizkar is in the Medrash Tanchuma, which says the following words, Anunagim lahazkiras amesim biyomakipurim, v'livsokaleim tzedaka. We have the custom to remember those who have passed away on Yom Kippur. Notice on Yom Kippur, and to pledge money to tzedaka on their behalf. So you see, the earliest mention of Yizkar relates specifically to Yom Kippur. The custom to say Yizkar on the three festivals, tomorrow, Shemini Yatzeres, the last day of Pesach, the second day of Shavuos, that custom comes later. We'll see that in a moment. And there is a difference between those two customs, which we'll see. On Yom Kippur, the idea of remembering those who have passed away is part of the process of repentance on the Yom Hadin, a day of judgment. Another source says, Lefichach Nikra Yom Hakipurim. The technical name for that fast day we had a few days ago is, we call it Yom Kippur, but it's Yom Hakipurim in and Rabim, in the plural. Why is the actual term in the plural? It is a day that provides atonement for those who are alive as well as for those who have passed away. Those who have passed away also require forgiveness for their sins. And we who are alive we have the ability to pray on their behalf for their forgiveness. So we must do so. And that's the origin and the idea of Yizkar on Yom Kippur. Also, I would add to that, we have to ask forgiveness for what we did to them. And that can be a shattering experience to remember I might not have treated so-and-so in the proper way. And I have to ask forgiveness. I have to do teshuva. But of course, how can I ask forgiveness? The person is no longer alive. And that can be a shattering experience. As it should be on Yom Kippur. It's appropriate to Yom Kippur. 
So Yizkar on Yom Kippur, as part of the repentance and forgiveness process, that I understand. But why extend Yizkar to Yom Tov when the meaning is clearly different? It's not a Yom Hadin, it's not a day of judgment. It's not a time when we're asking for forgiveness, seeking atonement. And there is a mitzvah of rejoicing. Why in the world would we have this practice on Yom Tov? So I just want to share with you that I have searched every source I could find. I asked colleagues. I looked in different sources. And I found many, many different answers to this problem. I'd like to share with you, after everything that I have seen and studied, what I think is the best answer. <clears throat> There's a mitzvah of Simchas Yom Tov, to rejoice on the festival. How do we fulfill that mitzvah? What is the action that we do to fulfill the mitzvah of rejoicing on Yom Tov? So the Talmud says that it's an individual thing. For each person, it's different. Whatever gives a person joy is what should be done. And the head of the household has the mitzvah to see to it that each member of the family receives a gift or a treat or a toy that will make that person happy. Perhaps it's a piece of jewelry. Perhaps it's a toy. Perhaps it's a piece of candy. Perhaps it's a good meal. Perhaps it's a delicious bottle of wine. Each person is different. Whatever makes that person happy, that's what they should have on Yom Tov. And the head of the household, let's say the parents, for example, have a responsibility to make sure that all of the members of the family are able to rejoice on Yom Tov. By the way, if you consider yourself the head of the household, it's not too late before Yom Tov starts. If you didn't do it already, you better go shopping and make sure that everybody has a gift that will help them rejoice for this coming Yom Tov. What happens when a child, for example, says a prayer in memory of a parent who's passed away? What, what, what happens then? Or when a child or another relative does a mitzvah like giving tzedakah in memory of someone who passed away. Now, I realize people say yizkar for many different reasons. People make donations for many different reasons. People say kaddish for many different reasons. And all of those reasons are good. They're fine, necessary, good reasons. It may be because of memory. It may be because of nostalgia. It may be because of loyalty. It may just be a form of meditation, of see, sitting quietly and thinking about something or someone. Those are all good reasons. But what do our classical sources say about why we donate funds to tzedakah 
in memory of someone who passed away, why we say a prayer in memory of someone who passed away. Again, the earliest source that talks about Yizkar, which I quoted to you before, Medrash Tanchuma, quotes these additional words. Kishaposkim Tzedakah Bishvila. When we donate tzedakah in memory of someone who's passed away, it causes an effect for their neshama, their soul. Motzion umalin osan. We cause an elevation, a rising of their neshama, of their soul. Kechetz mikeshes. As if you're shooting an arrow from a bow and it goes fast, up, 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 up. So does the soul ascend higher, holier, closer to God when we donate tzedakah in memory of someone that passed away. Miyad naser rach v'naki. Immediately it causes a cleansing and a purity to that person's soul. V'gadel merov hanah. And they, the soul, in a spiritual sense, receives pleasure, spiritual pleasure from that action. I'm not able to explain to you what these next words mean, but just to translate them. And the soul is able to eat the fruit from the tree of life. Again, that's some kind of mystical concept, but it sure sounds good. They are able to eat from the tree of life that is planted in the garden of the righteous and their soul lives forever. The soul rises forever. Saying Yizkar, donating to Tzedakah, saying Kaddish gives a benefit to our parent or child or spouse or sibling, etc., the person for whom we're saying Yorzeit. It gives them spiritual pleasure. This is a fundamental teaching of our tradition. Just to quote the words of another medieval source on this subject, Ma'avar Yabok, when we do these practices, Kaddish and Tzedakah and Yizkar, Nishmos HaMesim, Yikablu Menucha V'oneg, the souls of those who passed away receive harmony and pleasure, spiritual pleasure. My father, before he passed away, almost 11 years ago, my father was in poor health for a number of years before he passed away. And then it happened that he passed away suddenly in his sleep with no warning. And I was grateful that he did not suffer at the very end of his life. At the same time, I was very, very sad I didn't have a chance to say goodbye to him. I was in Montreal. He was living in New York. And I also felt very guilty 
that I was not able to be of help to him as much as I would have liked to, especially in his later years. I was living further away. And it's something that stays with me. I would do anything to be able to do a favor for my father, to help him in some way, to make him smile, and I can. By saying Yizkar, by donating tzedakah, by saying Kaddish, it is tremendously empowering in contrast to all of the ways that I could not help. Now, on Yom Tov, I am able to improve his Simchas Yom Tov, his spiritual enjoyment of the holiday. I can give his neshama, his soul, pleasure. And that's my responsibility. As the head of my household, it's my responsibility to look out for all the members of my household. And that includes my father. And I can do it. It's something that will make his soul proud. It's something that will make his soul happy. It is what I can do for him now. So what if it makes me a little sad? It helps his Simchas Yom Tov. And therefore, it's worth it. And that's why we say Yizkar on Yom Tov. My friends, I want to thank you very much. I want to wish everyone a wonderful day, a very happy Yom Tov. I look forward to seeing all of you soon in person.